0: Welcome Welcome to to No No Notes,
1: Notes. I'm Colby and I'm Alex and welcome back to this week's episode. Welcome back. So um, what time did you go to sleep last night? It was about 3 a.m. What time did you wake up, actually? That's more uh, bad. Oh, uh, like noon. Yeah. I mean, I think I got up at
0: some point and responded to the barrage of text messages I had from last <laughs> night from all the girls being like, did you make it home? Yeah. Great night. Blah, blah, blah. But mm. I, I mean, was, that's I was tired.
1: That's the trade off for being working girls. Busy girls. Busy.
0: We live a hectic lifestyle. You know, it's 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 hard out there being a knit girl.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a full-time job being an it girl. Like we, you know, we're working girls Monday to Friday, but we're it girls Friday to Monday. And now we have to make content about it, which is its
0: own thing. Like you guys just don't understand how hard we're out here (laughs) hustling for you. So.
1: All right. Well. Uh, as always, we're going to begin today's segment with tops and bottoms. For those of you who don't know we um, or are new here, we flip a coin to decide which one of us will discuss a top, aka the highlight of the week, and the other will discuss a bottom or something bad that happened uh, this week. So I have a coin here. What are you going to... Um, what do you want? Heads? Tails? I'm going to go tails. Tails for... Bottom. Bottom? Okay. I'm in a topping mood today. No, oh, you're not. You're a liar. Oh. Ah. What is it? Tails. Yes. Okay, so is it a bottom, would you say? That means I get the bottom. Okay. So you get top. All right, so I guess I'll begin it. Um, So the top, Colts. I've been obsessed with Colts. Two shows dropped within, like, I guess, relatively oh, recently.
0: when you said cults, I thought you were referring to, like, the a porn. Horse, the horse breed.
1: Uh, or like n- a a, horse. a cult. cult. A cult. A yeah. cult. Um, so there have been two, I guess, like, relatively recent releases. Love has one on HBO and a Twin Flames on Netflix. So if you ever, ever feel stupid because you can't, like, spell the word February like I can, watch these two documentaries. These people are... People are... So gullible and so dumb. I was going to say, I think you would be really subject to falling into a no. Cult. No, I think you would. No. So in love, love has One, the, the the leader. She thinks she's God. She thinks she's related to um, Robin Williams. There's this like hilarious scene where she uh, is possessed by Robin Williams and takes the heating away from her 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 followers. Um, she tells them like, make me. She tells him to make like these galactic tacos and she puts down like a recipe. Like it's so ridiculous. And she's also like taking money. Um, and then the other one twin flames, they, this couple is telling people who they're supposed to be with. They convince this chick to stalk her ex. He gets a restraining order and then they tell her to continue like violating the restraining order. She gets arrested. Like it is ridiculous but the best part is that I've like increased my vocabulary because they're mentioning things like they like in uh, love has one, they keep on saying like, Oh, like I'm not, I'm not going to talk to my 3d family, like three dimensional. So now I think I'm just going to refer to like my straight world as like 3d, like oh, my 3d parents, like oh, my 3d job, like anything that's not, mm-hmm. not fun. I'm just going to refer to it as 3d, not real.
0: I think it just shows that people really love to be dominated they, they want to be told what to do, what to think. Um, maybe our podcast should be some sort of cult form.
1: I wish. And we
0: just we can just tell all of you, like, you have to listen to us. Yeah. Take you, our advice.
1: You have to listen to the new um, uh, Pink Friday. No. Get the sales up. No. We'll talk we'll about that, that in a minute. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're all barbs on this network. <laughs> Okay, uh, what's your bottom of the week? I think um, I know what it is.
0: Whether the bottom or the top, it's the same for me this week, <laughs> and it's Bussygate.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. You're having a literal translation yeah. of the bottom of the week. Yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, can you pronounce the the Senate aide's name? No idea. It's like Macy Scarp. It's like the most ridiculous Yeah, line. I saw
0: it, and also the fact that you have like two last names. No, I, I can't yeah. do it. I mean, Your, your name is it.
1: The most important or thing. thing is like, or question is, who do you think leaked it? Like, how do you think it got leaked?
0: I thought, I thought he said, sub- oh, okay. So he submitted it in like a friend group chat, right? Like, or like political chat with a bunch of other aides and stuff. Yeah. And someone from that leaked it. Oh,
1: that's, that's, that's correct.
0: That's my understanding. Um, but oh my, my question is, we still don't know who the top is, right? No, but girl, I, I can work. I can guarantee you. I know how we're going to find out who the top is because Lindsey Graham's people are definitely on it. And I bet you the next aid he adds to his staff lady G is the top. Cause that top was hung. Yeah. It looked like a baby arm.
1: Yeah. It was a sideways can.
0: Um, I thought the, the choice of location in Congress was interesting.
1: Poetic. And And my question to you is where would you get fucked in Congress? I feel like you'd have to be at the top of the um Senate leader, right? That that would be like cool. where the gavel is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd want Naturally.
0: I think that this could have been our January 6th.
1: Oh, like but instead of just one, it's like hundreds yeah, all just so, getting banged up.
0: Yeah, so DC is hosting World Pride in 2025 and I think this is our opportunity like I want to see someone sit on the gavel. It has a flared base. You know, I think this is our moment.
1: This would also be fairly easy advertising for Washington, D.C. pride. Like you don't have to do anything. Just clips of this. Everyone knows exactly what it is. You can blur out the face, but you'll still know exactly um, what's happening.
0: Yeah. I think this could be amazing. Everyone gets arrested, goes to jail, January 6th style, insurrectionist.
1: Fantastic. Can you imagine like, um, it's like instead of the guy putting his boots on Nancy Pelosi's desk, (laughs) it's like a twink getting railed.
0: Yeah, and it's just smeared on the walls, licking the boot. Mm. Mm. Oh, Honestly, I think I'd I I'd, I'd be willing to, to go to prison for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're not, yeah.
0: Whatever. Well, yeah.
1: Getting, know, shot, getting shot 2025 for the dick.
0: 2025 plans. So
1: <laughs> I have no plans yet. Mm. Okay. Why not? Um Yeah, so what are we going to talk about today? Well,
0: you brought up Nicki Minaj. Yeah. it has been a lot of new music lately.
1: Yeah, specifically, I think like two big queer um, followings. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have obviously Nicki Minaj with Pink Friday 2. And then we have Tate McRae, who actually you... You're the one that kind of introduced me to her. Yeah.
0: Let's start with Nicki. Yes. What
1: are your thoughts? I feel like every time we... Every time an, a big artist releases like a part two of an album, mm. it's never really that good because they're always chasing this nostalgia. That's that,
0: not always true, though. Like Lady Gaga's "The Fame Monster" slapped, but that that was technically
1: uh, uh, a a deluxe edition. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it could it's basically a standalone album too. Yeah, I would say it's an extension of what the first one was. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And there was no albums in between. It was like what two years apart, maybe. I think there's just
0: been so much that's happened culturally and so much time between Pink Friday and Pink Friday Two that it's it could have never been a follow up album, right? It has yeah. to be its own thing.
1: Yeah, there are some, uh, there's some there's uh, some slaps on it, like the fuck the club, bub. That one's good. I think I just was hoping,
0: and and I, this is probably on me, but I keep hoping for that Starships era, yeah. Nikki, and I just don't think we're getting that again.
1: Yeah. So this is coming from, I, I always say this, it, I, it was harder for me to come out as a Barb in this country than it was for me to come out as gay. Like, I think every presidential candidate should have to say whether they support Barb's or Why not. Why is it
0: so difficult for you?
1: We get we get beat up in public. We get, hmm. um, you know, hate crimed. Like it is harder in this country to be a barber than it is to be gay.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: but that's coming Which from a this album wasn't, th- it is was a very hit or miss.
0: It's very hit or miss. I also, I mean, I realize this is a trending thing in music these days, but, um, nine of the 22 tracks are sampled from like other major songs. I mean, the first, the opening one's a Billie Eilish track. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, it didn't feel fresh to me. Of course, I think Nikki's still really talented. Um, There's some good, you know, lines in there. Um, But I think where Nikki really shines is, a feat on a, or like feature on a somewhat unexpected song. Yeah. Like beauty and a beat still comes to me. Like I'm still out there keeping an eye out for Selena. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I don't know what
1: f- I don't go to sleep without checking. Yeah.
0: Up on I don't know, know what for, but yeah. like I'm still watching every time we're at the club.
1: Yeah. I'm like, where is she? Who could forget about monster her verse on monster. yeah. Mm. You know, what was the uh the tiktok that's like uh pull up on a tree uh, on a willy wonka or something something (laughs) sri lanka yeah. yeah yeah
0: and actually that's a good point i feel like so many of these um tracks and albums that are being released from these artists today are made for 30 second tiktok clips yeah and it's just like not the club banger that I want. Like I want something that brings me back to that nostalgia where you just felt like on top of the world. Yeah. And I just think we're missing that in this album.
1: Yeah, it's just uh it just feels very mixed. I I think Nikki is stronger when she is a featured artist because mm-hmm. she's not she doesn't have like the vision to have a three minutes song. Mm-hmm. Like it's more like verse to verse rather than like an overall theme to a song, and even albums. like She needs a strong producer. I just don't think she took us to
0: Gag City like she promised. No, she didn't.
1: Mm. No, I think she had a flat tire on the way there.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, But pivoting to the other album, Tate McRae. Tate McRae.
1: Have you listened to it? I have several times. I love it. I don't. Really? Very much so. I I actually think
0: it's one of the first albums in a long time that I can listen listen end to end. So I think... uh,
1: with um debut albums you really have to have a good producer so it was produced by Ryan Tedder Ryan Tedder has worked with like Beyoncé, Adele, Taylor Swift and you know he's done really good work for them but those artists are also very strong very like they're very they have a vision and they're able to execute that but I think working with a producer like that for a debut album is really hard when you don't have like a strong personality I think I'm waiting for like a sophomore album. I think she'll do a lot better with a sophomore album, but I just felt like it was very, very generic. Like there was not, I will say a lot of the tracks
0: sound the same. Yeah. Um, but, and this is where I felt I, when I was listening to it, I really wish I had music production skills just taking like parts of, of these tracks. You could make an, a really sick beat and you know, club anthem kind of song. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm like excited to see where it goes and if someone ends up making those kind of tracks out of it, but also like follow-up albums. I, I think yeah. she has
1: talent. I think she has a strong voice. I think she's like visually, like her music videos, I think are a lot stronger than the actual songs. Mm-hmm. I, I think she needs to develop a little bit more of a melody and rhythm, mm-hmm. but I think she'll figure that out with like a second and third album, but she's kind of generic right now. Well, I'll trust your take on this.
0: Um, I think music is something you're really passionate about and, Very. S- and I mean both of us yeah. but I think for you in particular it's one of the defining traits of you and there's so many artists and like tracks going back to our childhood and stuff that I think has really just made you who you are
1: yeah I think this is the third year in a row where I've like have over a hundred thousand minutes on Spotify Who was your top Wha- artist
0: oh I'm gonna have to look I feel like it was like David Guetta or something Did oh I- didn't yeah. I share that it yeah. was David Guetta something like that
1: I mean I've been listening to a lot of EDM lately for I mean for a good reason we've been living that up you turn up. me into a club kid yeah uh, yeah music has always been like a, a good um, I've always had a great relationship with music I love listening to music but it all started can you guess which artist I think 2003 who was huge in the tween world Rihanna no, she came out about three years later. Uh, Ashanti. Uh, no, think bigger. Britney Spears. Bigger. Two thousand three. Come on. Female or male? Male. I mean, female. A <laughs> <laughs> um, Beyonce.
0: I don't bigger. Uh, no, who's Destiny bigger? Child. I don't know. Hillary Duff. I was gonna say that, but I, I didn't think like.
1: <laughs> it was Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff started everything. She started when she wiped that condensation from the mirror game over when she said I was trying to fit a square into a circle game over your, your brain just over put it
0: all together. What was that? I said your brain just put all those pieces together. It was like,
1: fuck it. Yeah. Every, everything, every my there was something that I was like burning inside. I was like, I want to be a part of that. Whatever that is. I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, my first album, an, uh, another, you know, a Cinderella story soundtrack.
0: Mm. I well, had it for
1: my parents because I was embarrassed
0: Wow um, Okay
1: Second album Hilary Duff self-titled album Hilary Duff The one with Fly You know which one I'm talking about? I don't Fly Open up the part of you Who wants you <laughs> to hide away You don't know that song? No, but your voice is
0: It's Beautiful. taking me there
1: it's Third album, there. album Um, Okay,
0: well You're going to love this, I think but one thing that you do really well is I can give you a song and you typically know what year it's oh, made no, in. Oh no,
1: I don't want to play this game. I think I we should play it. No, I think we I'm should play gonna... it.
0: Alex. What year? We'll go through 5 tracks okay. and you have to name this the year really very soon. Um what you like uh, fuck this
1: up too. But, yeah, I know.
0: But you um, have historically been really good at this game where I just list a song, you know the year. I think Honestly, we played this game a hundred times and you've been right 99%. Yeah. But okay. Pressure. Yeah. Pressure. Um, okay. Well, there's only five tracks. Yeah.
1: So let's just go. If I don't it. know the song, can we skip it? Um, okay. Cause I mean, that's the only way my, that's how my memory yeah, works. You're going to
0: know all these, I think. And it's going to start easy and get a little more challenging. I think. Okay. Um, first one, um, good
1: ones by Charlie XCX. Oh, good ones. Oh, I don't know if I know this. I mean, I know this song, but I don't know if. I. Really? Yeah. I thought this would be so easy for uh, you. Tra- no. So we're skipping. I mean, I, kn- I think I know which song this is. Good ones. It didn't come from Pop 2. No, we're skipping this one. All one.
0: right. Bad Romance, Lady Gaga.
1: Oh, uh, that one. That one came out. Uh, the track came out. Probably October of tw- 2009. That's exactly right.
0: Yeah. October 19th, 2009. Yeah. Four days after my birthday. Yeah. I,
1: uh, yeah. Um, SOS, Rihanna. SOS, please someone help me. Let's see. Um, that was after Umbrella. Uh, I'm going to say.
0: It was a good year.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say like either 2010, like I wouldn't say, no, older. It's older than that. Fuck 2000. It's not 2008, 2006. Really? Yeah. All right. Womanizer, Britney Spears. Oh, that one was. Oh God. I don't know if it's 2008, 2009,
0: 2008. You're right on it. Um, Lindsay Lohan rumors. Oh my god. Uh that one was 2004.
1: 2004.
0: Yeah. And finally
1: Come Clean Hillary Duff. Oh my god. Come on 2003.
0: Yes. Wow, so you got all of them but like one.
1: Oh, Rihanna's. Yeah. Oh and yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you were close, but um and for good ones Charlie XCX that released in 2021 but was a part of the album in 2022. Oh, it okay. Crash. But wow, good job. We need like a little um, like ding 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 kind of oh. like, sorry, yeah. That's what we, that's. Um, oh, we do we these to, not work. Oh, uh, I don't know what they're set on right now, but don't whatever. They're gonna record, so don't let them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this um, has been fun. Yeah, oh, I thought you. God. Yeah,
1: I, oh my god, I was so excited that you brought up um that album from Hillary Duff because I had already iconic. How can I not? You can't talk about music theory yeah. without talking about Come Clean,
0: but um. You know, I think what is obvious there is that all those are basically pop divas and that's been really a big part of gay culture.
1: Yeah. Why? So why why do you think the gays are so obsessed Mm -hmm. with pop divas and it's almost always divas, like Sam Smith? I mean,
0: I guess like the original one's probably like Judy Garland or something like that, right? Like going way back. But I mean, at a super high level, right? In like a patriarchal society a lot of the music just doesn't feel like it's even remotely approachable or associate sh- like hard to identify with as gay men. Whereas like a woman in like a fierce costume with a bunch of male backup dancers and like serving a look and a beat. I just think that's easier for us to
1: identify with.
0: Yeah. Like there's like a sex appeal component to it that like we're, probably associating with um, I think it's the also drama the theatrical of, yeah level. That's saying, so, the drama of it yeah
1: when it, you brought up J- Judy Garland I think that she's a perfect example of someone who comes yeah. from both the musical and theater aspect
0: it's just very over the top like yeah um,
1: yeah like they embody something that like clearly Britney Spears isn't walking around the dinner table like dancing
0: and I think it's inspirational in a way too yeah. right like we don't ins- we don't like aspire to be the lifestyle that, like maybe the Backstreet Boys, was selling us, right? right? But Britney Spears'
1: fantasy world—it's a combination of things. It's not only like the songs, but it's also the body she had, the um, the choreography, mm-hmm. the style. Like it's a combination of everything. It's an it's an entire package. It's like it's work. It's good work.
0: Who was your first pop diva? Like your uh, I guess Come on. Hillary? It was it Hillary? was Hillary.
1: You want to hear something really funny? Uh, in sixth grade, remember when Hillary and Lindsay were um, beefing? Yes. I I pulled my sixth grade uh, class. I think it was math class, fourth period. And I, I asked everyone if they supported Hillary <laughs> or Lindsay. And it was Lindsay and I was so fucking pissed. I did, didn't say you, anything. Did
0: you get shoved into a locker that day?
1: No. You should have been. I should have been. People didn't know. Wow. People didn't know. Wow. I know.
0: That'd be a tough one for me to... I honestly would choose Lindsay too. I think. Oh,
1: I think this is the last episode we were <laughs> together. <laughs> get dude, out of my dude! Room.
0: Lindsay in that era was so good. She went up. She was white hot, and then just popped. honestly, Disney get a clue. That
1: was my first heartbreak movie. Get a clue. I cried nothing so you hard. you can do. Cried nothing so to hard. to it, it seems. Worst
0: summer of my life.
1: And also the boy she made out, or she, her crush in that movie, her the romantic lead, Hot. hmm mm-hmm. I still remember he had a butthole chin, and I liked him because I had a butthole chin. Mm-hmm. I, we need more buttholes, chins, and in, mm-hmm. in in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, yeah, and in media. I'm saying it right now. Uh, Running for president on that platform, know. butthole chins. Well, butthole chins now, butthole chins forever. Well, we see who got the last
0: laugh because Hillary got her shit together. Yeah. Um,
1: still relevant.
0: Lindsay's still
1: struggling a bit. I but, know. Did you ever go to the, was the her Nose Club open when you went? I think it probably was the first time, but I, w- I wouldn't have gone to that. Like, I'm I'm
0: not one of those people that like stands messes. Like, you know, I feel like that's a... Thing in our community where we do, where if a woman's like, a, like if a gay is like a fan of a messy woman, that's not like a good thing. So I, I, that's just not my, that's not my thing.
1: Yeah. So speaking of stan culture, is there someone you stan?
0: I, I don't think I'm ever obsessed with celebrities in that way. What is a stan? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's like the same as what you're talking about, like a barb and Gaga had her Fame, little, monsters. little monsters. What was the Katy Perry one? That that was something awful. I, a freak. <laughs> and you've got like the Swifties now. Yeah, I mean it's just
1: beehive. I, I think it's someone that supports their fearless leader no matter what, even if they have like a shit release, they still yeah. I mean
0: I, they identify so much with like the universe or concept of this character. It's just like all encompassing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I was, and I say this. Uh, every gay of my age probably claims this, but I was definitely one of the very early Gaga fans. Like, I mean, I met her- I was going to say, Before her career like really launched. My friend was um, related to her original producer at Red One. I had her tracks like two years before they ever even came out, like the demo tracks. Um, And so like, I was definitely a very early- stage Gaga fan. And even I would have never called myself a little monster. Like that was just weird to me.
1: Um, do you know, do you remember uh, when she opened for David Archuleta, David from American Idol? Yes, I think so. That's kind of embarrassing.
0: Yeah. She had some really great live performances, but anyway, yeah. um, I, yeah, I just don't think of myself as like a Stan. That's weird to me. We need to stop obsessing over celebrities.
1: I agree. I think that's what's led to the rise of Trump and our need to have a rock star president.
0: It's what we were saying. Everyone just likes being sub- dominated. Boor- subordinate, dominated, told what to do, yeah. what to love. We just need to give it up.
1: Give it up. Bring back boring politicians. We need more... Um, we
0: need less subs in the world and more doms. Yeah. Well.
1: Mm. Uh. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that, I guess transitioning from music to another artist, uh, honey Dijon.
0: Yeah. So this brings us to our no notes segment of the episode. So there's, I I would say she's been around for a while, but yeah. she's certainly sort of her, her icon status is ever increasing and rising. And, um, within the last 10 years, I think she's really yeah, name game. is popping up everywhere. Yeah. And like the amount of venues and events that she's going to are getting bigger and bigger. So I think we first saw Honey Dijon last year at the Phoenix, Phoenix. Um, which was cool. It was outdoor, like pool side party,
1: but definitely not
0: the kind of venue probably that she would do now because
1: she's it's, huge. Yeah, that would be way too small. Uh, I think this is the first time I remember seeing at least a... I'm sure there are other tours, but I remember this being like, this is a huge tour. This is across the nation, might be even also Europe, but this is one towards the last leg of her, uh, transmutation transmutation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she's been around since the nineties. She's this DJ producer. She's Chicago, Chicago, trans black activist. Yeah. She's also, um, with like, uh, she does the music for runways, right?
0: Yeah. She's done, um, she has collaborations with LVMH. So she's done, which comes into sort of my world of, she's done show, uh, tracks for Louis Vuitton and Christian Dior. Um, and I think she, uh, has become sort of an icon at fashion week too. Um, yeah. She went, right. Yeah. She's been invited like front row to several of the shows. Um, with, with Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Under the LVMH umbrella, um, So I think that's where she sort of came back onto my radar just because I had not really followed her a whole lot, but then seeing her sort of pop up in these circles that I was paying closely attention to, I was like, Oh, like, you know, maybe I'm missing out on something here. So yeah, yeah, last night was um, the San Francisco leg of this transmutation tour. And do you want to tell everyone about like the venue?
1: Yeah. So I guess before we get into the venue, uh, like, the experience I had with her music was, I think, the Beyonce tracks, the Formation track. Yes. That was huge. Um, so, I was anticipating, like, a, a proper concert sort of feeling, like, you know, going to show, live event. Um, so a Sort of
0: set, like, set track list.
1: Yeah, like, opening, obviously, opening DJs. I know it was, I think doors open at 9 and it went on to 2 a.m. So, I was expecting... A couple of um, smaller DJs, and then leading into the the, med he- the, the headliner, which was yeah. um, Honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to the venue. It's the this like late eighteen hundreds bank. It's the Hibernia Bank. Mm-hmm. It's famous in San Francisco. It is stunning. I think it's the highlight of of the um, event from last night. Yeah, it just
0: has a lot of that really quintessential. Uh, like original san francisco architecture like heavy crown molding and lots of intricate marble and i mean it still feels very much in the era that it was like built in more or less
1: it has a dome ceiling so when you get into the proper room and you look up like at the ceiling it is it's probably the most expensive venue i've ever been to like it, it you can see that all the detail has been restored at least the ceiling it is stunning there's still bolts everywhere you can it, so part of the dance floor on the set on the basement level was a bolt you have exposed brick you have multiple rooms um like I said the med the headliners at the first stage the ground level and then you go down to the basement there's alternative DJs playing bars um what do you think of the the layout yeah I thought
0: the venue was really cool i I will say I wish that they had a- you could peer into some of the bank vaults, but I wish that you could have actually partied in
1: those spaces. Wait, no, we did the photo shoot you did, the one where you were um Oh, that red room was not yeah, Well that I, was a vault.
0: I guess it's like hard to tell because they've removed some of like the doors the and wall. stuff that like make it clear what it was, but um yeah, I mean the space is super cool. Um and
1: airy and, you know, it's... Yeah, tons of air. Tons, uh, surprisingly, honestly, a ton of air. Honestly, I Someone wish... Someone could afford it and I wouldn't have been able to tell.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should have more parties in unconventional spaces. Yeah, that's a good use of space. Yeah, and it's just like, let's mix it up a little bit too. You know what, what I hate? Um, growing up, I feel like I always saw these movies where... Characters are winding through all these rooms and really interesting spaces that shit's happening in and parties. And then you get to adulthood and it's just like the single dance floor. It's boring. Like I want to, you know, see
1: weird shit going on. Yeah. Like towards, uh, I guess the end of my night, we like found the back room, like behind the bar and there's all those like little tiny rooms. There's a back. I don't think I saw this when we went downstairs And instead of turning right towards that, that main basement level stage, we went left and there's the bar Uh and then past the bar, there was some like lit rooms.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Well, anyways, it's fun. It's, I want it to be a scavenger hunt. I yeah. don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know yeah. if some, uh, I want different gonna music me. in different yes.
0: rooms. I want different, cr- like it attracting different crowds. Yeah. So there's like a different energy. Yeah. Like it's um, the
1: ADD It's
0: that space. I loved in LA, the catch one that, oh I mean, y- every room was different and it Ideal. felt like we were on, like you said, a scavenger hunt and it, it just made everything feel really exciting. Um, I don't know. I, so since I was a little kid, I have always wanted to be able to rent out like um, a local mall and play like hide and seek in it. Mm -hmm. And this is like my adult version of that. Like I wish Mm -hmm. we would rent out like a mall or just beat to the chase and rent out a hospital. (laughs) And, you know, like just have all these dance floors and rooms. I think that'd be really great.
1: And the uh, ICU or the NICU, I would put like uh, Elmo just like music. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, the highlight of the event was by far the space. Yeah. Uh,
0: To me, that was the real standout of this event.
1: Yeah. I would also even say I I liked the visuals, the light visuals uh, from the DJ. uh, The main headliner had like a cool visual set. I would also say like the lights that were uh, on the ground were really cool. They were like, Purple, blue, reds, greens, yellows. Mm-hmm. It, it gave a lot of um, depth to the space. So it wasn't just like a dance floor.
0: It didn't seem like, or at least I ever saw, that we got the same visual setups that the Transmutation Tour had done in like Chicago mm. and New York, where it was sort of um, that like Tale of Us sort of performance, where there was like this massive like light show. Yeah. Light show and Beaming like this lights. character sort of thing, like this robotic androidish version of Honey that was like dancing and stuff on the screen. We didn't get all of that. So that was like a little disappointing for me cuz I'm as much as about the visuals, lights and visuals yeah. as I am about the music. Um so I think that could have been a little better than yeah. I, than maybe I had it
1: wasn't what I hoped it yeah. would be, yeah. I would say. Uh so yeah, m- having said that, I did not enjoy the this is I think to the venue rather than Honey's fault but I thought the sound wasn't the great, like it felt very like rattled.
0: Well, I will say, yeah, like that is the challenge of having these kind of productions in spaces that aren't necessarily meant for it because the soundproofing, deadening, all that is just like not good. The acoustics of that kind of space are just never going to be good. Right. It's like kind of cavernous. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes it really hard to even hear what, it, like to be able to discern what song you're listening to. Like, it just sounds yeah. like a lot of noise and this is really similar to, um, at Halloween we went to that, like it was like a hanger kind yeah. of party, you know? And it's like, you could not, you knew you, it sounded familiar, but you couldn't tell exactly what
1: song it was. It like was like Morse code of the song.
0: Yes, totally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It felt very rattled and that's not, that's not honey's fault. That was definitely the venue that, and like you said, it is, uh, an issue going forward with these intricate um, uh, different yeah. venues that you're going to not have yeah. the best. So this is why called.
0: they're like, this is why you only get the standard club experience. Yeah. Is. Well, yeah.
1: okay. Well, we solved one mystery. What did you think of the crowd? So as I said earlier, I definitely thought it was going to be more of a concert experience, but as yes. we got in there and we waiting for our friends to arrive it became very clear that this was not going to be a concert experience. It was, it, it It. definitely felt like a circuit party.
0: Why do we always do that? Why is it like our people cannot go anywhere anywhere without turning this into the same kind
1: of party? why is that i i don't know so yeah so as the party went on you know people started taking off their shirt which is fine i mean it's fine it's just i was expecting a concert and it wasn't it was more you know people started taking off their shirt the same cast of characters from circuit parties were there um you know i'm sure there was public sex and can we
0: talk about these like Amazon com <sighs> outfits that
1: these people are- it's always the pink and the neon green yellow mesh like, top mesh
0: yes and every it's
1: like time everyone dresses like um, the guy from the hot chick when he goes to the club <laughs> everyone dresses like that I'm like <gasps> There are cute ways to go androgynous to these parties. And totally. You're not totally not doing it. Totally not doing it like
0: you and a bunch of like latex and mesh and a cheap pair of heels isn't
1: serving what you think it's serving all. like, and also you're getting caught in my keys.
0: Every time, every time. Oh my god! My one of my bracelets that's like a nail it snags on people. I've been caught. I think you were there when yeah. this happened in yeah. Mexico. I had to like try to unhook myself from this person's yeah. outfit.
1: The amount of twinks you caught on that that freaking bracelet of yours.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So it's just like I, I don't I don't know what it is. I, I, burn I guess them,
1: I, burn them out. The I'm street. trying to
0: think. Do I prefer that, or do I just prefer people getting shirtless? I I don't know. I mean, um, what's the
1: point? There, there's the mesh is completely <laughs> there's no. It's like. Yeah. It's just an accessory at that point.
0: Yeah. And it's it's the same type of gay. Yeah. I feel like oh I see God. in it every single time. Um, and also, how do you pee? Because some of these things look like they're like a, a unibody yeah. kind of suit thing. And yeah. I'm just like, that looks like it's so inconvenient.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they do it. They Or maybe they just like put it to the side. Maybe. And like yeah. a thong or something. Yeah. I don't know. Just like move it to the side. That's another mystery. What did you think of the actual music not not including like the, the whole rattling of the yeah, sound system.
0: Not the quality of it. Um honestly I'm not even sure and I said this about the Phoenix party too and that was in the daytime. I'm not even sure at what point Honey
1: came on. <laughs> because I, I'm serious. So like, I did because she played uh Beyond the Oh, alien I superstar. did hear that. But
0: if she hadn't have done that, like there wasn't a a clear transition really. There wasn't like the lights didn't change. There was nothing to signal that this was like the headliner, you know? Um, and the other people that were performing no idea who they were. So I think she was clear and far away, like significantly more famous. Yeah. And the reason that everyone was there. Right. (laughs) So like, why didn't they make a bigger to do about it? So that was my, like one thing. Um, I mean, part of it might have been the quality, but honestly, there were just, there was a lot of the same kind of beat it over. Was the, and, it was
1: very uh, trance rather than like a melodic house or tropical.
0: Well, and that's the thing, like, from my understanding and from what I've sampled of Honey before, she has a lot of this, like, golden era disco kind of glam sound. And that was
1: not coming through for me last night. Yeah. Her newer stuff is definitely less, um, disco, you know, she has a lot of samples and vocals in other songs, Mm -hmm. but she wasn't playing any of that stuff. Her newer stuff is definitely more along those lines, which is, I mean, people love that stuff and I, I could see why it's not my, i like, as I said, I love pop. I'm a pop girlie. Yeah. I love my lyrics. I, like I love lyrics
0: too. And I, I was really excited because I'd read all these comments from the New York and Chicago shows that happened earlier this week where all these people were like, you took us to church mama and you delivered us and all that. And I was like, wow, is this going to be a really like transformative sort of experience that we are just, you know, really taken uh
1: by surprise of and at the end of the night i just wish they played hillary duff at
0: the end of the night i was looking for a space for to just chat with people because i was just like the music oh
1: my god you brought up a great point i could not hear anything anything people were trying to talk to me and i'm like huh huh and nowhere nowhere in the entire venue can you can you talk to someone
0: Well, and again, I think it comes kind of back to that acoustic piece where it's like there was so much noise that it all just scrambled together. And this is a thing, like for these parties and venues, I wish, especially something like this that has so many spaces, I wish they would think more about providing some of those like not necessarily quiet areas, but chill out spaces where you can catch up with people because it's nice to step away for 30 minutes, get some air, talk to people, but you couldn't do any of that there.
1: And there were definitely, there's like people at the exits when we go downstairs. So there's two levels. There's the ground level and there's a basement level. Mm-hmm. Both had access to outdoor areas that they did not take advantage of. That would have been a great, you know, smoking area or just people that just want to talk for a second. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, and yeah. my hypothesis on this
0: is that this is why the bathroom lines take so long because people get into a stall together and that that's where they use to catch up yeah. uh, amongst a whole bunch of other things. But I think like that's where they're trying to get because it, it's it's like one of the only re- like safe spaces to be
1: able to do that. Yeah, we, they keep looking for sisterhood in the stall.
0: Sisterhood in the stall. Wow,
1: that's wow. quite insightful for you. Well, should we get? Did your tattooed? brain put
0: that together? Did Just you like, Google that? Wow. Those neurons are firing.
1: Come on, if I could remember when M- maybe was released. maybe those cult
0: um, documentaries are making you smarter. Yeah,
1: they. My vocabulary. I couldn't talk the other day.
0: We should have <laughs> named this podcast Sisterhood in the Stalls.
1: Stall. Wow. Oh my god. I think we have to rebrand. We also took some great pictures in the stall. Well. Well. You know what? They're bad, but they're funny. The lighting is bad. Yeah.
0: But yeah. <laughs> Also, the whole time I was looking at it, I was like, wow, I need like filler around
1: my eyes or something. <laughs> Stop. No, you don't. Um, You're beautiful. You don't need any makeup on.
0: Mm, well, thanks. But <laughs> I really love that. My sister the song, I'm going to go get that tattooed as a tramp stamp.
1: Yeah. At the bottom. Let's all get it together. Oh,
0: that'd be cute. Let's yeah. do that. Or on in, your wrist. In Provincetown next summer. Oh,
1: can't imagine. My parents S- would kill me. They'd make me cut the, my entire arm.
0: You've made worse decisions that they probably don't know about. So you can just keep that one with you too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Anything else? Um, Oh, Oh, there actually is. I have a complaint about this thing last night Mm. and I, I honestly want this to be known. Everyone should know about this. Those fuckers ran out of water an hour in. Yeah. An hour.
1: Yeah. Alex, it was 11 something we try to get water and they don't have any they don't have we're any in. water
0: that, how do you not have that should be legal even the law? legal yeah that's that was my point I'm like you know how many tickets were sold i i honestly think these promoters must have been like straight people or something that's like it's going to be everyone drinking beer or something I'm like yeah. no everyone's doing drugs yeah no one's drinking everyone's going to be drinking you need water. to have water. water what is wrong with you yeah and literally it, like four hours went by with no water there. I didn't see any water fountains or anything like that either. So it's not like you could get like free water. It's yeah. just like, Nope, we just don't have any water. Yeah. That's crazy
1: to me. Yeah. I, you know how many tickets sold obviously because you're taking tickets online. So you know if what, uh, how many people you think went 5,000? <sighs> no. thousand.
0: Yeah. Like 1200. Yeah. So, something like that. So you
1: should have, a lot. Yeah. 5,000 water bottles.
0: Well, I imagine the companies that run this, they would just repurpose the unused stuff for other things. Yeah. So like, well, I don't, I don't know. That was crazy to me. That to me was like more disappointing than anything that you just couldn't even get access to water. It's crazy. And access
1: to the bars was kind of tough. Yeah. Everywhere.
0: Well, and I kept seeing people ask for water and they were like, no, we don't have any. Yeah. I thought the guy was like, uh, joking. Yeah. I, or just being a dick. Like I thought yeah. he just wanted us to buy alcohol no, Like they actually just didn't run out. She gone. She's gone. So I don't know. I I mean, I would say overall honey Dijon was like 2.5 out of five. I don't know. It was something like that for me. Um, You know, Phoenix party didn't stick out to me a whole lot. And that place had
1: a water. A ton of it. A ton of water.
0: And was just like it's a nice outdoor <laughs> yeah, venue. Phoenix. So I'm like, honey, I I don't know, maybe third time will be the charm. Yeah. But so far I haven't been wowed. Yeah. I want to be impressed by her because yeah. she's um she has a lot in the trans advocacy space. Yeah, and she
1: does have great music.
0: Yeah, she has some great tracks on Spotify that you know I've listened to. Um, and it seems like she has a crowd that's like really excited and energized by her. So I think all that's awesome. I just personally have not had a wow moment in her sets yet. So I don't know. I'd be down to do a third time, but
1: I don't know. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Well, I think that's our, our segment for this week. We'll catch everyone next week.
0: Hey, it's Colby and Alex here. Thank you for listening to no notes. If you enjoyed the
1: show, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and share with your friends.
0: You can also follow us on Instagram at nonotespod, one word, where you'll find updates on new episodes and see more into our lives and the stories that we share with you on the show.
1: Your support means the world to us. Until next time, keep it real and keep it queer.